options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente. El doctor ya te puede ver. Verá que aunque eres muy activo, ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal. Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida. Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar. Y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto, igual que tu papá. En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente, para todo lo que tú eres. Before the second coming, the sun shall be dark and the stars shall fall from heaven and the moon be turned to blood. sorceries will deceive all nations. The calamities, the times, the shadows, the events that are upon us right now, many of you are wondering, are saying to yourself, and I've heard this out there, I've heard people are talking, people are saying, it is definitely the last of the last days, that's obvious. And if you don't notice that the end of times is here or at least the beginning of the sorrows the beginning of the last of the last days is actually upon us the opening of the seventh seal was long ago and now we are to the phase of where the Gadianton robbers the robbers that is talked about in Daniel chapter 11 is actually upon us they've taken over the government we are here and so many people are saying well is it time that the second coming is coming soon. I've heard this. I don't know if you've heard this. I've been hearing this a lot lately out of the mouths of a lot of interesting and smart people, people that know what they're talking about. And they're saying that perhaps the second coming could be any day now. It could be right around the corner. It could be that the Lord and Savior himself is going to appear and going to come down onto Mount Sinai fulfilling the prophecy that he is to come for the very last time to be the king king the ruler of the earth and to put all his enemies asunder to destroy the earth with fire and so this is what's I, what's been going on and so i wanted to be here to be as your guide so you understand that we still have now granted we are approaching the second coming but we still have quite a bit of years in fact decades before the second coming and I know what you're saying well how can I know no one knows uh, no man knows upon the earth or in heaven 
when the second coming is, but the prophecy is that we can definitely read the signs and in the scriptures, if you get all the canon of the scriptures, all four volumes, and you put them together, the pieces are there. And so I'm going to put those pieces together for you so you understand that just like the Savior said, the second coming isn't going to come until all these prophecies are fulfilled. And so when these prophecies are fulfilled, then the second coming is at hand. But we have to understand the timeline. So to understand that, we have to be right on track. The nice thing about this is that some of these prophecies actually have dates, times, and seasons to them. For instance, in Daniel, we have a prophecy that talks about uh, a certain amount of time. It talks about time and times two and then a half. That's three years and a half, just right there. So a lot of these prophecies come with a time stamp on them. And that way we can add up, okay, what prophecies have been fulfilled, which ones haven't? When is the second coming? Or is it approaching? Can it be this year? Can it be next year? Etc. Now, we do know this. It is definitely the beginning of tribulations. So the time of tribulations has started. Where is, as I said before in another of my podcasts, where is the rapture? Rapture doesn't exist, or rather the rapture as a lot of the Christian world understands it is incorrect. It's in the wrong order. They are basing themselves only on the chapter in Revelation and not basing themselves on Matthew 24 and many other prophecies throughout the Bible and other scriptures, which give us the precise order of events. Revelations happens to have that one in a different order, which when the scriptures were compiled, yes, they were compiled, but sometimes we put the verses in the wrong order or the translators put them in the wrong order. In this case, the rapture that should have happened now, according to most Christians out there, did not happen. And why did it not happen? Because it's not till after the tribulations. But that's, of course, talked about in my other podcast, so go see that one. Um, right now, what I want to talk about, what we want to get to, what we want to focus on with these particular podcasts is the fear taking the fear out of it because a lot of people are saying well where where is the second coming and is it going to come tomorrow is it coming next year things are happening the government is in turmoil they have taken over the government they have taken over the judiciary system they have taken over and they have put a new world order in place it's here so where is the Antichrist? It's incredible. These things are happening before our eyes. And many, many, many people are now starting to say, well, the only way that this can stop, the only way that we can get uh, peace back in our lives, the only way we can stop the war, the only way we can stop the calamities that are happening uh, is to bring Christ back and destroy the wicked. Well, that doesn't happen for a while. And this is what this podcast particularly is going to focus on the second coming and the signs of the times. And I know that this is an interesting topic for you. So we'll begin with this. I'm going to share with you some of the events in the scriptures that have to happen preceding the second coming that happen, that haven't happened. And that's going to put at least a certain time stamp in your mind. So we know, okay, it's not today. It's not tomorrow. And it's definitely not for a few years to come. 
Here is the first sign. Now, many of you understand that the Book of Mormon is parallel to our times. We're living in a time of the Book of Mormon where the Gadianton robbers have taken over government. That's right. But in the scriptures, it's prophesied, not only in the Book of Mormon, the parallel of that, but also in the Bible. It is prophesied that when the second coming is about to occur, when it's approaching, when it is at our doorsteps, even on the morrow, when it is very close, you're going to have people saying, well, the second coming didn't happen. It was a wives' tale. It should have already happened, and it didn't. Think about that for a second. That is a prophecy in the Bible. It's also prophesied in the Book of Mormon, directly talking about the people in the time of Nephi when they were saying, okay, these signs and wonders, where is Jesus' sign of his birth? It should have already happened. It didn't happen. Where is it? And we're going to kill the righteous people because there is no sign of the second coming. Or I'm sorry, there is no sign of the first coming, which was the sign of the birth of Jesus Christ. Well, that's in parallel to the second coming. People will be saying, ha ha, you know, ha ha, ha ha on you. You believed on this. It didn't happen. We're suffering. We're going through turmoils as we've never had before. And the second coming, what you thought was happening to come and save you didn't happen. And so people's hearts are going to faint. They're going to wax low. They're going to dim out and their faith is going to diminish or quench out because indeed they're going to think the Savior didn't come. That's true. We went through all these tribulations. Tribulations are upon us. The world is horrible. Second coming didn't come. Where's the Savior? And so you're going to have all people everywhere saying it should have happened, didn't happen, therefore it wasn't true. Right, so let's put that in our timeline and in our perspective. Right now, I haven't even heard one single person anywhere say, well, the second coming should have happened already. Where is it? In fact, what I'm hearing more right now is people are saying, it's going to be the second coming. It could be this year, it could be next year, but the second coming is about to happen and the world's about to burn. I've been hearing this all over the place from friends, from family members, from the media. Well, I'm sorry, not the media. The media is not going to be talking about Jesus Christ. But I've been hearing it in social media. So I'm correcting myself there, in social media. And I've also been hearing it uh, all around. All around, people are starting to suggest that the times have gotten so bad that Jesus Christ needs to come right now because we've never been in a more wicked time. And that part is correct. We are actually living in a more sinful state than Sodom and Gomorrah ever were. We have popularized and universalized alternative lifestyles, as they call them, with big quotes in the air, because there's nothing alternative about it, is there? This is what Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed for. And we have popularized and made it um, wonderful to watch pornography. We've made it wonderful to cheat on your spouse's and we've made um, feminism, uh, being feminine, a sin. So we want to make uh, girls be masculine. We've made masculinity a sin. So we want to make boys be effeminate. All these things have happened and are happening where our society's morality is just crumbling and has crumbled 
and is in the gutter right now as we speak. The pride in America has gone to the gutter. And so many of us are saying, well, you know, the second coming is here. No, no. Like I said, first we must have this fulfilled that people have to be saying. They have to be saying in the streets. They have to be saying in the heart. You know, the time of the second coming should have come already. It didn't come. Therefore, what I believed in was a lie. And people are, be, are going to be mocking. They're going to be saying, okay, second coming didn't come. You believed in vain. Haven't even heard that once. So when you start hearing that, when you start even feeling that yourself, then you'll know that second coming is a lot sooner than now because definitely the time will be closer than it is now. So since that's not happening, it's definitely not today, is it? Now there's another sign. There's another sign that I want to talk about here and it is a popular one, right? In Ezekiel chapter 32 verses 7 through 8 and also in many other places. This is found in Doctrine and Covenants. This is found in the Book of Mormon. This is also found in Revelations. It's also found in many other parts of the Bible, Old Testament and New. The sign is that the stars will fall from heaven. And also that the whole atmosphere be, will become darkened. That the moon itself will become red as blood, as in some, as in some cases, or it will become completely dark. And the moon will... will um, appear this blood red or again be phased out and the sun will be completely dim in other words the sun will lose its lightness and then we'll have darkness we'll have darkness well let me quote the scripture real quickly here in Ezekiel so in, and when I shall put thee out I will cover the heaven and make the stars thereof dark I will cover the sun with a cloud and the moon shall not give her light all the bright lights of heaven will I make dark over thee and set darkness upon thy land, said the Lord God. Again, this is one rendering in the Bible, the Old Testament, like I said, Ezekiel 32, 7 through 8. It's also in Isaiah. It's also in Revelation. It's also in the Book of Mormon. It's in many, many places. And it's also paralleling the, uh, paralleling the Book of Mormon in the time of the Nephites when Jesus Christ uh, was killed, was crucified on the cross. And then they had the three days of darkness and so it's a parallel of that will the moon become red as crimson yes it will uh, as spoken of in Matthew 24 will it also be covered with these ashes yes it will how will this happen well there are two popular theories and both of them are most likely correct first of all you're going to have a lot of volcanic activity which is going to spew millions and millions of tons of ashes into the atmosphere. And so you're going to have this darkening, this atmospheric darkening uh, over the entire globe. Number two, big nuclear war. As you know, nuclear winter is a real thing. You just have to have nuclear fallout. How do we get there? We have a few crazy people as presidents right now. We have uh, the Gaddy Anton Roberts, of course, Biden. We have, uh, and he's just a puppet of the big regime, of the bigger, scarier issue. 
we have the Chinese, we also have, of course, Russia. And when I say Russia, I'm including Ukraine because some people don't understand that going back centuries and centuries, that was all one country and these are all the same people. So when we're talking about a war between Ukraine and Russia, and when you're telling me that uh, Ukraine is good with an actor, you know, that's been put there and all his cronies have been put there by the United States so that they can use these people to start a world war. Well, if you're going to believe the media, then you're not going to understand the signs of the times anyway. But when it is us ourselves that launch the nuclear missiles and pretend that it's Russia or pretend that it's somebody else launching them or as you know, the Chinese, as I talked about in my other podcast uh, that, do law, uh, that, that Lou Dobbs reported on back in, in uh, 2020, December 2020, when he reported that China hacked the U.S. military, all the military departments, and has their hands on the launch codes. When I reported that, China itself could be the one that launches the missiles for us. So, the whole point being... That this nuclear fallout, this nuclear winter, that could happen any day. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen in the next week. That particular issue has not happened. So when you talk about the darkness of the stars, when you talk about the darkness of the moon, when you talk about what Ezekiel says, that there will be a cloud, a covering of the cloud uh, of the sun completely and the moon shall not give her light. We're talking intense darkness. We're talking about a massive covering in the atmosphere. Tons and tons and kilotons of dirt, debris, and um, nuclear fallout. And so at that point, how long does that take to happen? Of course, you have to have the major war started, the, the actual which, which we have right now. You have to have missiles launched. You have to have explosions and you have to have this happening, and it doesn't happen overnight. It takes quite a while for this to happen. You know, several weeks as the ashes go up, it's a nuclear fallout, and it goes around the globe, covering the whole globe, chain reactions, etc. cetera. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a matter of, yes, in one month's time, two months' time, we could see something massive like this, but again, hasn't happened and isn't even close. Now, some of you could be saying, okay, this could happen tomorrow. Yes, it could. That could happen any day with Russia. That is true. Ukraine, that is true. United States, China. And of course, who's forgetting North Korea, right? So yes, all those things could happen. Absolutely correct. However, we're going to talk about another sign of the times. We're going to talk about right now about the messengers of God, the oracles. Now, there is a prophecy because the oracles of God give us the timelines, give us the information of what's happening. We just heard from the oracle himself, which is President Nelson, that said that we are definitely in the last of the last days. So that puts a time stamp of where we are right now. Last of the last days means... The final winding up scenes. How long do the final winding up scenes last? Years, of course. They last years, even decades. But we know that we're not in the centuries long like Joseph Smith was. We are in the last days, but the last end of the last days. So we are just in the last tag there. 
last the last days we've just had that time stamp by the oracle of the lord the prophet seer and revelator that is the mouthpiece of the lord saying what is the timeline well it's right now we're in the last little bit in other words in this little bit a lot of things happen it is full of events and it's one after the other but indeed we can say for certainty that we're not talking about prophecies and revelations which will happen in some time in the distant future like we used to talk 20 or 30 or 40 years ago we are talking about prophecies that are happening in our time so we put a timestamp on that and then we go back to the message of the signs third sign of the time that I give you Nahum chapter 2 verse 13 and for some of you you don't like my pronunciation oh well Nahum chapter 2 verse 13 talking about the voice of the prophets and what it will be in the last days compared to what's happening in the siege of their days chapter 2 verse 13 behold I am against thee said the Lord of hosts and I will burn her chariots in the smoke and the sword shall devour the young lions and I will cut off the prey from the earth and the voice of thy messengers shall no more be heard Whoa, the voice of thy messengers shall no more be heard. Now, this is a twofold prophecy. Twofold prophecy. Beginning with the messengers. What messengers are we talking about? Well, we're talking about twofold, right? Because the messengers of the gospel, the messengers of the doctrine, who are those people? Certainly not the saints, even though the saints share the gospel. But the messengers are twofold. First, the oracles of God which are the mouthpiece of the Lord. Are we going to hear the voice of the messengers? No. The voice of the messengers will be shut off. There will be a time period where we no longer hear the voice of the messengers of the Lord. In other words, just like President Nelson prophesied back four or five years ago, there shall come a time when if you don't, you're not listening to the Holy Ghost and you don't have personal revelation all the time then you're not going to survive spiritually part of the reason why that is that prophecy is actually being fulfilled now but part of the reason why he said that was in the future sometime for whatever reason it is political maybe they'll come in and close down all the churches again or whatever it is that will happen very soon politically for some reason, we're not going to hear the mouthpiece of the Lord anywhere in the world anymore. We're going to be cut off, whether it's a, an atomic explosion, whether it's an EMP blast that cuts off the radio, and we are no longer in communication. And one of my shows, one of my podcasts talks about shortwave radio. I had a special guest from Hawaii on there, uh, 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 Mr. Kitchen, and he is world-renowned. Uh, expert on communication so if you're wondering about that you might be able to go to that podcast and learn a little bit about what's going to be the only means of communication left once these EMPs go off but let's say an EMP goes off or for whatever reason uh, the government has taken control of the media or World War III has happened it doesn't matter for whatever reason it is the oracles of the Lord will no longer be heard we're going to be left on our own people. Now, has that happened? Did that happen during COVID already? Was that fulfilled? No, it wasn't. 
We've still had general conference. We, it has not been interrupted. Yes, we weren't able to go to general conference in Salt Lake at the Tabernacles or gather together in the stakes around the world, but that doesn't matter. The reality is the mouthpiece of the Lord and the voice of his messengers was still heard. But that prophecy, like I said, is twofold. And I'm reading from, I want to remind you, I'm reading from Nahum, but these prophecies about the second coming are all over the place. They're in the Book of Mormon, like I said, they're in the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, Isaiah especially, Jeremiah, Daniel, Revelations, and uh, Book of Mormon chapter 88. I mean, I'm sorry, Doctrine and Covenants chapter 88. And Book of Mormon, you might as well just mirror that to the last of the last days. It's a mirror for us. It was not a mirror for the Nephites because they used other scriptures. Mormon compiled the Book of Mormon in 421 AD, which is when his whole people were dying off. So his whole people, the whole generation of Mormon did not read the Book of Mormon. They were dying and they were dead. Mormon was compiling the Book of Mormon, not for his people, but for us over a millennia later. And so when you talk about the Book of Mormon, it is a mirror of this, our times, which is the times when the second coming is approaching. So if you want to understand these things, don't just go to one scripture like I'm quoting from, but it is all over the place. But for time's sake, I'm using one reference at a time. Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. In this particular case, I'm using Nahum chapter 2 verse 13. Second part of that prophecy, which Brigham Young also made mention of this. But the second part of that prophecy is that the messenger shall no more be heard meaning the missionaries of the Lord shall no longer be heard. Was the prophecy fulfilled with COVID? Yes, it was, in part. Now, again, going back to that messenger's part, it was prophesied over a century and a half ago, in fact, almost two centuries now, that the messengers, meaning the missionaries that go out two by two, that have the black name tag, it was prophesied back then that they would no longer be able to teach. The Lord would call back his missionaries and the word of the Lord would not be preached anymore. It would be the end. In fact, the missionaries had gone out for the last time. Now that last time that I just said, I'm quoting, might sound familiar, it is also in the Book of Mormon when it is when Nephi is quoting from the brass plates. These are lost scriptures that we don't have, no longer in the Old Testament, but he's quoting when the Lord's talking about the Lord's vineyard and sending out his messengers for the very last time to prune the vineyard. Very last time, that's the time we're living in right now. But in these two prophecies, that there shall be no more messengers of the Lord heard, 
as quoted in, in Nehem and in other places, Brigham Young, etc., it is said that the missionaries will be brought in by the Lord and the word of the Lord will not be preached worldwide. Well, that happened during COVID, COVID-19. There was a period during COVID-19 when it barely came out in 2020, a few months later when the church no longer had missionaries actively preaching the gospel. That happened and that went on for months. Missionaries were not contacting people, were not teaching people, were not out in the streets contacting. Missionaries in most places were called back home and had to wait to go back out to the field. Or in other cases, they had to sit in place and wait. But for months, as a precursor and as a fulfillment of the first part of that prophecy, the word of the Lord was no longer heard on the earth. So, are we and could we, and you're saying, aha, the second coming could be tomorrow then. No, there is a further prophecy, deeper prophecy, second part of that prophecy that states that the servants of the Lord, the messengers, shall no more be heard permanently. So, in other words, the last time that the Lord sends out his messengers in his vineyard, calls them back, and no more are the inhabitants of the earth warned. It's too late. They've gone too far. They are too wicked. Therefore, the Lord is fed up with them. And that's it. This hasn't happened. In fact, the missionaries are out and about right now. And could it happen tomorrow? Yes, it could happen tomorrow that the missionaries could be called back. Now, for what reason? Lord is probably not going to say the Lord's not going to say oh everybody's too wicked that's not going to be announced and missionaries have to come back most likely not not what's going to happen same thing with COVID right nobody said oh this is fulfillment of prophecy the people are too wicked they need a wake-up call and so we're calling back the missionaries no that's not what happened what happened was that we can say oh that's just a coincidence COVID that brought back the missionaries, even though the prophecy itself in Nahum and in other places explained that the reason for it is because of the wickedness of the people. That's why the Lord is recalling his missionaries, his servants. We can say, oh no, that's coincidence. The same way it's probably going to occur again. Lord is not going to say, oh, the people are too wicked and the prophet's going to announce that bringing back all the missionaries. What's going to happen is something similar to COVID. Either there's going to be a world war or some kind of massive destruction or some kind of uh, parasite or viral infection or nanobot, whatever it is that's happening at that time so that the missionaries all have to return home and never again be sent out. In other words, the last time there is no more preaching of the word of God. Now that hasn't happened. And of course we had general conference just recently. So we know that when the mouthpiece of the Lord no longer is available to us. And when we have no more missionaries serving. Then at that time you might know and you might say okay. The word of the Lord is being fulfilled before my eyes. And so therefore the second coming might be approaching. 
Now I want to go to one last, I'll leave you with one last prophecy, not fulfilled yet. Next episode, we'll, when we're talking about signs of the second coming uh, and explaining to you that we have many years to come, we'll talk about the actual Antichrist and the years of the reign of the Antichrist and the years of the famine and the calamities and etc. But I'm going to leave you with a deeper doctrine that comes from Revelation chapter 18. Uh, in this deeper doctrine, we find one important thing, the sorceries that are being used. Now, what I want to explain here goes hand in hand with John Taylor's letter, or rather John Taylor's explanation to the saints about his dream, about the perilous times we're about to face when the Antichrist reigns and how many of us will be fooled, that it will be almost impossible not to follow the Antichrist when he comes because of the sorceries. I'm not going to read that letter right now to you and not going to get into that. We'll get into that next time. But for this time, I want to explain to you that Revelations chapter 18 goes hand in hand with John Taylor's revelation about what's happening during the reign of the Antichrist and the sorceries upon the earth. And to paint a picture of this, what's happening during the reign of the Antichrist? Well, the Antichrist has not shown his evil face yet. We are in the reign of the Gadianton robbers, or what's called the robbers in Daniel chapter 11. But after the reign of the robbers, the Antichrist shows up, shows his evil face, He's in reign for several years. Again, we'll go into the details of that next time. But what is happening during the reign of his years? During the reign of his years, the Antichrist will show such marvelous power, such ridiculous, incredible signs that every heart will be deceived. It will almost be impossible for you to say, I'm not following that guy because that guy will have such supernatural powers given to him by Satan himself and do such miraculous works that it will be quite impossible for you to say that guy is not somebody that I should follow. That guy's not from God. And even if you still believe in God, you might believe that this guy is from God. And if you, you've lost faith by then or whatever it might be for whatever reason, the power given to this guy will be beyond anything that has been matched in the history of the world. Let me read the verse for you. It's in verse 23. And the light of a candle shall not shine no more at all in thee. That means your inner light. What is that light? The light of Christ. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. Again, the Holy Ghost is no longer talking inside of you. Why? For thy merchants were the great men of the earth. For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. By thy sorceries. These signs of wickedness will come. There will be such great power given to the devil and his minions, the servants of Lucifer, 
that it will be so miraculous, so incredible, that people everywhere will worship and bow down to the beast. His powers of life and death will be so great that you will be deceived. You will be fooled. And at that time, it will be virtually impossible. Just read John Taylor's description of the events that are to come. Now, do we have an Antichrist reigning? I want to end with this question. Do we see an Antichrist? Do we know his name? Has he been revealed? Some of you might say, well, yeah, uh, you know, it could be Nancy Pelosi. Well, let me tell you this. It's not a woman. We know that for sure by the revelations. It is a man that has no interest in women. In other words, somebody that's gone in that direction. That we know. But we're going to talk about all the details of the Antichrist next time. The fact of the matter is he has not been revealed yet. We don't know if it's Zuckerberg. We don't know if it's Bill Gates. We don't know if it's any of these shadowy people. In fact, we don't know if it's this guy from Italy, right? The Antichrist, him himself, the guy that is in control of the whole world, in his new world, the order, his dominion, is not yet here. So therefore we see that the reign of the Antichrist that lasts three and a half years, according to Daniel, followed by the calamities that last even longer, have not occurred, and we have time and time again to wait. Until next time, we'll see you and talk about the signs of the times before the second coming. What they don't want you to know with your host, Mr. Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. Here, those secrets are revealed. Teacher, seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want you to know.